Well, what a year. What a fucking year, right? Hello. Hi, everybody. Um, I was gonna... <laughs> okay, I'm fumbling from the start, but here's the thing. <clears throat> right? I said these were going to be regular. And then I took like a week and a half off. And the reason for that is because we get busy, right? Grit gets busy. Um, we're either always filming, writing or editing or something. Or going to meetings or phone calls or whatever the fuck we have to do to survive out here. So... And then, you know, the, the longer I wait between episodes, the longer I ponder this podcast, the more uh, unsure of it I am, the more I'm like, eh, well, I actually don't have much to say, or I could just ramble, but what good would that do? Um, and so on and so forth, you know, and then, I, and then I get super self-conscious about it, and then it defeats the purpose of what this was meant to be, which is just uh, my soapbox. Uh, essentially, which I know sounds quite, I don't know, narcissistic or whatever, but it's just true, like, this is what it is, it's, um, uh, it's just, it's a space, not just for me, right, it's just a space for me, for me and people I like, and people I trust, and people who work with me, or for me, to, um, talk about whatever they want to talk about, and there's a small audience of people who, are interested um and hopefully it'll get bigger and we'll talk about other things but it can't just be about nothing right it has to mean something it has to i have to actually get on here to talk about something i can't find the uh the topic while i'm talking and so on and so forth and so there have been times in the past week where i've thought about coming on here and pressing record and just being angry or just just using this as like my therapy session which isn't right um or using it as a place to vent frustrations and now i've i've you know i've distilled it into what i think this episode's going to be about which is still i mean still rooted in this anger that i have um, which I'll get into later. Not real anger, just like, like kind of, kind of like a defeated. I'm just defeated by a bunch of things. Um, I feel quite. Just, it's just enough, with some some of this shit. Um, one thing. Oh no no, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. So I I I started thinking. Okay, what is it gonna be about? I don't have anything to talk about. I also record out of my house right now, um, so we're going we're gonna to get an office next year, but that's next year. <laughs> um, I can't add all my friends live in different cities, some very, very far away, so um, I'm not going to go to them, they can't come to me all the time, fuck, and also the Zoom thing, like, fuck that shit, but I'm going to have to do the Zoom thing, so some of these podcasts that are going to come out are going to be recorded via Zoom or via Skype or whatever the fuck. We're going to do it that way. And, yeah, we're just going to record the call and we're going to publish it. And if it sounds like shit, I'm sorry. Um, it's always best to have the person here with me. Now, me and uh, Longman, 
my creative partner, we are going to sit down and actually in person talk to each other about a kind of a year in review. Um, now, I know I started this off with like, oh, what a year. And it has been quite a fucking wild year. It's been a crazy year. It's been It's been one of the wildest, craziest, most just what the fuck years of my entire life. Now, to say that is a bit ridiculous because I am only 24. Um, you know, so like what life? It's like, okay, I've had like 10 years worth of anything to talk about anyway. Uh, maybe less. Uh, though, I mean, <laughs> I've lived, I've, I've lived an interesting life, um, I can assure you of that, and that's something I'm going to talk about today, in fact, but anyway, um, we're going to, I'm going to have person, I've got persons, I'm going to have people here with me and stuff, and I'm going to talk to my wife more, um, that's another thing about this year, like, personally, oh, Jesus Christ, like, I got married, the fuck? You know, that happened. I am... I am a fully... I am a grown-up. I... Am... You know what I'm saying? Like... The the years before... Really before 2020, I was just kind of running around being crazy or whatever. And then suddenly, I'm 24 and I'm... I don't know, like... I... I have a life. I have a life... I have my life back. To a certain extent. Now, there's... You know, some things happened this year that were very difficult. However, I feel like um, I have some stability right now. Like right now, it's okay. It's stable. Um, I have a bit of a routine, even though it's a bit fucked up. I'm, I'm basically basically nocturnal. Also, I found that without Red Bulls or coffee, I am just asleep. I don't know what that means, but take it to, I don't know, if... if some of you, if anyone who's listening has any advice for me about what that means, uh, please get in touch because it's a bit ridiculous. I mean, I literally, if I miss, it's like a, it's like a fucking drug I have to take, um, to whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like if I don't have caffeine, I just sleep for just the whole day. Every two hours, I get tired enough to sleep for the next for the next three hours. As if I haven't had sleep at all. As if as if I just even if I have like a like a good six seven hours, you know, quote unquote, you know, like a full sleep. Even then, I can wake up and three hours later, I'm tired again. Now, some of that is to do, I guess, with the weather and the t- season that we're in and stuff like this and. Uh, the nature of my work, which is either super outdoors or not at all. Um, and right now I'm in in the stages, so I'm going to talk about this, I guess. So right now we're editing three projects. I'm editing three projects, and I'm also um, and all the marketing material around that, and also um, writing something new. So. And some we have something in development. So there's a bunch of things happening. Um, and it's weird, like, I, I don't know if you feel the same sometimes, but I I don't feel accomplished. Like, I can do a full day's work. I can do, like, an honest, like, actually seven hours or eight hours, some 10, 12 hours sometimes, um, sometimes even more. But, you know on days where I don't feel accomplished, I, I do like a seven hour thing. 
are sometimes a really productive four-hour thing, you know, where I've I've kept up and then I have to I have to do some life shit or whatever else. Um, uh, but because this stuff doesn't have an immediate, um, sort of, it's not just out straight away, or it's just like a step in the right direction. I don't feel accomplished. Now that that's a kind of a bit like the reason why I want to do these things is because this I can just I can do. You know, I can record my voice and I can make it sound okay, and then. I can put it out, and uh, I do some preparation. I do some kind of. Uh, I have some thoughts that I, you know, I, I know I want to express and stuff like this. And the more I do this, and the more I have guests on and stuff, the more regimented it will become, and there'll be like an intro, whatever fuck, or it'll just be free for all. I don't know. I'm really. I'm right now. I'm. I'm just feeling sort of loose with it. Um. Anyway, so we have a bunch of things. Uh, I'm doing a bunch of stuff. But some of it I have to wait for. Some of it doesn't start till January. Um, there's Christmas, which I don't care about personally. I, I think it's... Uh, I'm actually anxious about how much of a waste of a time for me it is. Because sort of everyone's going to be uh, off. And I guess I can take the opportunity to also, you know, not reply to messages for once in my fucking life. Because by the way, this is the new sin. If you don't reply to someone within like... The fucking five minutes after they send the message you're like enemy number one anyway uh sorry to break it to you uh i have a life i don't have to reply to you straight away go fuck yourself anyway uh <laughs> do i sound bitter yet good um so anyway let me get into the, the meat and potatoes anyway that's horrible that was horrible that was horrible but i'm not i don't cut things out one take okay all the fumbles, all the shitty jokes, everything, it stays. Unless I say something or someone I'm with says something completely egregious. But at that point, why put the episode out in the first place? Anyway. So right now, what time is it? It's 2.23 on the 18th of December 2021. We have We are four days away from the Matrix Resurrection, Resurrections coming out. And... I'm worried, people. I'm worried. Uh, there have been clips that come out, uh, and they're funny. They're doing the funny thing. They're doing the Marvel. Uh. So the premiere happened, and I'm seeing people's reactions and stuff like this. And 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 usually, people that go to a premiere are very excited to go. They are ecstatic. So they don't tend to talk shit about the thing. They don't. They don't tend to talk shit. Even if it's shit, they are thankful they got to go. And they don't want to ruin their relation. The relationship with the studio. So their immediate reactions are usually the things they liked about the movie. Huh. But even that's been quite lukewarm. Some people have said this is gonna, it's going to be a really divisive movie. It's going to be really divisive, divisive, divisive. I don't know what the fuck that means. Well, because what really... In the world where we're on a constant sort of like ledge, like 
like we're on we're on the fence like Humpty Dumpty in terms of like are we gonna get are we gonna have to stay at home forever? Are we not gonna have to? Are we gonna have to fucking put seven jabs in our body? Are we are we not gonna have to? Are we gonna whatever, you know what I'm saying? So in a world where shit like this is happening, what does it mean divisive? Nothing's divisive. a film is not divisive. Anyway. <laughs> um I just I'm not feeling positive. I'm gonna go see it. I can't wait to see it. I'm gonna be there on the twenty second. Fucking be there. I'm gonna watch it in IMAX. I will. But I'm scared. Because the thing is everyone's just gone to see Spider Man and I you know, good for you guys. I don't give a fuck. I just I don't care, right? I I I don't care at all, right? I, I just don't give a shit. Um Because like it's just I mean, first of all it's for kids. Second of all, spoilers, you know, the other two guys are there, and I just, you know, it's like, it's cheating. It's like, okay, alright, you've got me, I guess, because I remember Toby, I don't give a shit about Andrew, but he's a good actor, but there they are, haha, member berries. It's, it's, um, it's the thing with, um, it's just... Yeah, it's member berries. It's like, do you remember this? Do you remember this? What was that film? Uh, the Star Wars story, whatever the fuck, Rogue One, where it was like, hey, do you do you remember Atats? Do you remember fucking? Do you remember the guy from the from the uh, from the uh, cantina with the with the weird guy with the like whatever who pissed Luke off or Luke pissed him off or whatever the fuck, right? And he cut his arm off. Um, do you remember this? Do you remember that? Do you remember the Death Star? Do you remember fucking whatever? Do you remember young fucking Princess Leia who were going to CGI her face? We're going to make a full CGI person. Do you remember the, the, all these things from the 70s, right? From the original movie. It's like, it's the same stuff. It's just, there's nothing new happening. And, I'm, and I guess um, The Matrix Resurrections doesn't have an actual reason to exist. That story ended. And then the Wachowskis... Did nothing with the rest of their careers. <laughs> they made shit after shit after shit after shit. And this is... But the, the Matrix is something that they can make. Although it's just... It's just... Uh, Lily or Lana. I think it's uh, Lana. So I think it's just Lana doing it. Yeah, it's just Lana doing it. Um, however... And even in the interviews, uh, people are like, oh, you know, she she's next to the camera and she's really... And the behind-the-scenes stuff I've seen is just, like, she's, she has her hands on the camera up. And I'm like, okay, so that's direction. I, I, okay. Is that... Ooh, oh, oh, my God. Scorsese never approaches that. He's always in uh, Video Village. And somehow, he's able to uh, make these incredible films. So that doesn't make any sense. If anything, it just means, like, oh, she... I don't know, she read a book about Kubrick and now he was behind the camera a lot, so she like wants to be a control freak. Anyway, um, this is derailed. Anyway, so I'm not hopeful for the Matrix Resurrections. I, I don't have high hopes. However, you know, they have... Um, hopefully they prove me wrong. I hope I'm proved wrong, because I, I want to be wrong. Um, I, I think it's going to be... You know, compared to something like Spider-Man or anything like that, anything uh, superhero or anything Marvel or any anything other than like films like Dune or whatever, like 
cinematic experiences, things that you, if you don't, you have to see in the cinema. Like, there are certain films like, um, well, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm talking about a pretty cinema-savvy audience. So, you know, I wouldn't go see Tangerine in the cinema. I don't think that will change. I don't think the experience between seeing that in the, in the, in the, in the cinema versus on my TV is going to, you know, it's going to drastically alter my experience. However, with something like The Matrix or something like Dune or something like even Spider-Man, I guess, even though that's, like, fun enough to maybe watch on your own at home, um, either way, it's like, these films are painted, they, they, you know, I've just talked about, I've talked shit about the Wachowskis, however, they, they are clearly visual visionaries, you know, Cloud Atlas is a boring, overlong film, but it's a beautiful film, it looks incredible, every frame of painting, they clearly know how to compose an image. And that is powerful, especially mixed with the power of the sound, especially in an IMAX screening, with the music, with the, with the image, with the colors and everything. Like it's, that's the that's the trip. That's what you go pay money for, right? Make me. I, that's what I want to pay for. That's what I, I'm excited to pay for. I'm excited, even if the story is shit. I'm excited, or if it's boring or whatever. I'm excited to see certain things on screen. And with The Matrix, it has the advantage over me that, like, as soon as I hear that score kicking in and I see the fucking logos in green and shit like this, I'm like, okay, I'm in. Here I am, okay? Whatever. I don't care what this is going to be. Um, I'm hopefully going to be impressed a little bit. But then... It's the same thing with The Fan Phantom Menace, right? Like, that came out and it was gorgeous and the cgi and this and that but then people started to be like actually was it good though whoops no it wasn't Ugh, what the hell and then the second one was a cartoon and the third one was okay but um that being attack of the clones and revenge of the sith um however i don't know i'm losing my fucking i'm losing my marbles you are listening to me losing my fucking mind um anyway I'm excited. These these people have Lana's a visionary, clearly. These film these filmmakers, Villeneuve, whatever, even Ridley Scott with um I wanna see House of Gucci because it's fucking Ridley Scott. I don't like I don't give a shit. I'm gonna watch The Last Duel and it's on Disney Plus, I'm gonna watch it. Why? Because it's Ridley Scott. He's a visionary. There are certain visionaries that whatever they make, even if it's a bit boring I'm excited to watch what they come up with. And I'm certainly excited to watch how Lana interprets this new version of The Matrix, whatever it is. And what her, her, I'm also interested, because, you know, this is like a filmmaker who, they, they've not made a, a lot of stuff, you know. They made like a bunch, like some, maybe four films between The Matrix trilogy and this. So, and I didn't watch Sensei. Um, the show they did with Netflix, or on Netflix. However, I'm excited to see her progression, and you know what she's learned, how she's changed, how she's matured, what has changed, what makes her special. Because it's also it's going to be an interesting like oh, what's missing, you know, and what was gonna what's going to be missing is Lily, right? So. 
the things that are maybe going to obviously be missing are the things that maybe Lily has brought to the table thus far. Or will it be free of certain things? I'm hearing that it's, a, it's quite a funny movie, uh, apparently. Like, uh, obviously I've already talked about how they're doing the, doing the Marvel jokes and shit like this. Now, I don't know. Like, the, the young Morpheus being like, oh, he's having a moment. Like, ugh, what the, what the fuck? There's, like, a clip of the first time, I guess, that they're trying to, like, turn him, like, like show Neo that uh, he's imprisoned again. And he freaks out. He's like, no, it can't be real. No. I don't give it. What, what the, it's the same thing that the, the, the Matrix did. What, it's not meant to be funny. This is another thing, right? So, uh, um... Comedy movies are shit, right? Films that, that that are strictly they call themselves comedies. These are, I am a comedy movie, are usually, at least in my opinion, the unfunniest pieces of shit of all time, right? Like all the Apatow stuff can go fuck itself. Like all this stuff, like Wolf of Wall Street, is hilarious. Pulp Fiction's hilarious. It's not meant to be a comedy, but because life is funny, and people are funny naturally. That make you know, like, that's funny. It's American Psycho, certain scene. They're hilarious. Even though it's a dark film, it's hilarious. Um, Stanley Kubrick had a lot of jokes in, like, in his films then. They're not comedies, but they're, they've made me laugh harder than films that are trying way too hard. Way too hard. And it's, just, it's, and it's the same thing with Marvel movies, like, and Star Wars. Like, I don't need fucking... Your mama jokes in The Last Jedi. And people are comparing it to The Last Jedi. Like uh, The Matrix and this new one. Saying that it's the boldest. Like big franchise sequel since The Last Jedi. Which is. <laughs> the Last Jedi. Took the fabric. Of what made the mythos. What it is. The Star Wars mythos. And the, the lineage. And, you know the thing where it has to be. It's always a Skywalker or whatever. It's a saga. And it rhymes, right? Like fucking their meant the the trilogies rhyme or whatever. It took that and flipped it on its head, while also clearly being a product for the masses. You know, like there was it was trying to be this art house film where Ryan Johnson decided that it's, he's not going to have a single actual um, uh, lightsaber fight in the movie. But he's gonna have Marvel jokes in it, and 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 everyone's witty some suddenly and whatever the fuck, right? So I don't know. I, I don't have high hopes. Also, like BB-8 becomes like I don't know. It's just it's, it's, ugh, ugh. clearly I'm stressed about this. Anyway, I wasn't even really meant to talk about this. <laughs> um, I guess I'll I'll finish on the fact that like yeah, I'm 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 a bit worried. However, what I really wanted to talk about, I guess. I guess the people who um, are not interested in what I have to say have left by now, so it's a good time to 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 the, to address certain things. Um, really, I wanted to talk about mental health and the industry that we're in, and social media, and the people that I observe. Um, in the last two days, I saw that... No, I, I don't have all the details, forgive me. But there was an individual by the name of Deep, something like that. 
uh, who unfortunately uh, took his life as far as I'm aware. Um, the headline being, you know, he, he lost his battle to depression, with depression. And, and uh, yeah, so if there was a break there, I apologize. Something freaked out on me. Uh, the microphone freaked out on me. Anyway, um, yeah, so unfortunately this individual took his life and now everyone... And I guess somehow he was involved in the music industry or some or entertainment or, or something like that. I'm not sure. Forgive me. I've not been able to actually find much information. Um, I looked. I looked. And I, 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 all I got was like the well, the post he made and, and the sad message he had. And forgive me if I get emotional. It's just, it's crazy. Anyway. What pissed me off incredibly to the point where I'm now doing this right I found a reason to to actually record my fucking voice as all the people who shared that story on their social media sites and started to preach about how fucking important mental health is and how you need to check on your friends and whatever the same people who didn't give a shit, who I know never gave a fuck about my well-being when I've needed them to, about people I know who never gave a fuck, uh, fucking music industry titans or like people in the management space who... I have made my life miserable. Artists who have made my life miserable. All of these people. Sharing this shit. Pretending like they understand what mental health is. Pretending like they know what it is to live with this shit. Pretending to to understand what anxiety means. What trauma means. What depression means. Pretending. Aligning themselves. Conveniently. With people who suffer every day. Who see that post and remember. The time when they wanted to say something like that. And do something like that. And remember when they were close. I remember. So I want to publicly come on here. And say that I see you fucking cunts. I see you fakers. I see you. And I hate you. And I know that some of these people are so bothered by my existence that they're gonna fucking listen to this. So I'm speaking to you. Even super recently... And I checked, I checked whether this person that I, that I'm not going to, you know, go into details, but I checked whether this group of people, their management and the group of people, whether they shared anything, whether they, whether they shared that, that post, whether they shared this gentleman's unfortunate early, his suicide. 
and his post, his suicide letter, whether they shared it. And sure enough, they did. Sure enough. And the thing is, I usually, you know, I could have fucking, I have so much shit I could say about a bunch of people and how they've treated me. And I don't because, and I make the decision and I make, and it is, it's a decision I make every day because every day comes to my mind. Every day, every day I remember stolen money, how people have just not paid me, paid me less than they should have, ghosted me when payment came, when I presented good reasons why there was going to be a delay on a project because I am someone who has certain mental health problems. I am someone who suffers with anxiety, suffers from trauma. Every time I remember how these people have treated me, I could have, I, I feel like I should say something, but I don't because at this age, at this stage of my life, maybe a few years ago I would, and I have, and I did, and and I learned what that meant, you know, it's all well and good to say, you need to stand up for yourself, all this stuff, okay, yeah, but all right, but then you have to deal with it then, it, it extends the trauma, it extends the problem, now you're there now, you're, you're, you're talking about whatever, you're, you're in the situation, and you and it and it stays in your life, and and you have to re- reply to messaging, and you have to explain, and you have to this, and you have to argue, and all of that is already too much. If you're someone who doesn't handle everyday life well, dude, I go into town, I can't leave for hours because I have anxiety. I can't get get into a taxi. I feel like I'm gonna be sick for an hour, two hours straight. So if I can't handle on a good day just going into a meeting or I have to medicate myself to 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 go and do my job then how the fuck am I going to sustain a battle with someone or in social media or an argument or whatever you know it's hard now that's not to say that I'm not willing to if it if it's super necessary but I tend to choose my peace and stability of, of, of life that I have and the peace that I try to maintain and to, to, to benefit my work in general because you know I need peace to do what I do I need focus uh, distractions are horrible any kind of distractions are like are are detrimental to the entire thing. Anyway, I uh, I choose peace. You know, it's something my friend Nadia said on Twitter once. She was like, "Just because I don't talk about shit, does not mean that I'm a pussy or that I'm over it. I just don't like. Don't get it twisted. Like I'm choose. I'm choosing the high road. I'm choosing it. It doesn't have to be this way." And I guess this is like my halfway going, you know, because the thing is, I saw this thing being shared and I was like, dude, you cannot be serious. These people 
who almost drove me to do that or who when I was feeling that way didn't understand didn't get it weren't supportive still demanded whatever the fuck they demanded no you don't get to share you don't get to align yourself with the good folk the people who are understanding you don't get to wear that hat and pretend like you're an understanding good person and in your everyday life be a piece of shit to everyone who you work with and here's a, a, a general way of being able to spot these people especially in the industry so if there's any musicians or videographers or whatever listening to this photographers um, the people who never work with the same people twice are the people who are fucking they're just unbearable and they think they're right they think that no one is able to get them they have crazy demands and they think that they have an understanding of something that you just don't you as a visual professional or you as a whatever professional engineer whatever you do for these fucking egomaniacs who think they're in some kind of scene like there's a scene you know i've been hearing recently about like oh you know uh in this scene like this small scene i'm not gonna name anything but you know this like this particular place scene i'm like scene what fucking scene bro what couple of people taking drugs in a fucking house and then going out to party and talking shit about each other all the time and like what that's a scene Really? The people who, the kind of people I'm talking about who are just, just, just their ego is just so big. They don't understand that they're not fucking Ed Sheeran or whatever, but they, they act like it, it is. They are. The people who say, check on your friends, you know, like, but then when a friend or not friend, someone they know is in need, clearly clearly suffering they still just want to get theirs they don't care no watch out for those people and the thing is you can't fool me anymore I, I know you I know who you are and I'm done with people like that and you mostly you know it's you know a lot of that shit is rooted in its own kind of trauma and these people excuse me these people don't just become like this uh, there's insecurity, there's this, there's that, the other. And to some extent, I am able to understand that. However, enough is enough. Someone had to say something. Now, again, I'm choosing peace because I'm not naming anybody. And I'm never going to. Unless it gets really bad. However, it's a definitely someone I've worked with recently, right? So you can deduce from that what you will. Um, you know, and it's and it's you know it's it's mostly it's it's mostly. You know, it's never people I'm friends with or anything. You know, it's uh, sometimes it is, but usually you can talk to them and whatever. But obviously, you wouldn't be friends with them if. If um. If they were like that, however. No, no, the music industry right now. Uh, there's a lot of artists who 
to promote their music, they're either, you know, it's not just the music. They can't just let the music talk, right? The product. They have to attach some kind of story to it. And a lot of the time, the story is that they're speaking up for the voiceless, right? They're speaking for this marginalized group, that marginalized group, because they feel like they are part of the marginalized group. And that's fine. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not, whatever the fuck, right? Fine, cool. But... What they don't tell you about is how they don't give a don't give a flying fuck about a message. It's just a gimmick. It's just a tool. It's just another. It's a marketing point. It's a selling point. That was cock. That was that was made in a meeting. And a lot of these people, I'm sorry to say, are playing pretend. A lot of you are playing house. Okay, you're not really doing anything you're not really changing anything you're not really actually participating in the art form that you think you're participating in yet you make people's lives miserable this whole thing of aligning yourself with 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 victims or with you know Say you know preaching. Pre these people are preaching. They're saying check on your friends. Really, you check yourself, motherfucker. That's what you have to do. You think about how you treat people, and how you don't have the slightest idea of what actual, what it actually looks like when someone has mental health issues, and how to treat them. Because there are people who are not professionals, who are not trained, who are my friends, who know. Because they're either suffering from the same thing, or are intelligent, good people, who are intelligent, good people. <laughs> they're not little grubby monsters. So watch out for them. And they're smiley, and they're nice. And they they seem cool, but underneath all that is just nothing but ugliness. And I just and I couldn't stand it. I was uh, I was looking at these people fucking sharing all this shit, and I was just like, this is this is some bullshit, man. Like I have seen, I have been through some shit in this industry. I have seen, I've I've heard all the fucking shit all the time. <laughs> I mean, I, I you know I've been treated this way, that way, and the other by all these people and it's like whoa man like and it's and it's especially to do with mental health you know because i listen like it's no secret i talk about it in my art and I, I talk about it on here i've talked about it before i you know like a lot of you <laughs> a lot of us are going through this shit we're going through it we're coping and you have these goblins who are, who try to, who make you, who have made your life miserable, who have made my life miserable. Not specific people, just the type of person. And then they go in there and, you know, it's the same thing where, you know, back in uh, 2020 when, you know, the, about the, the riots and the murder of George Floyd, you know, I, I saw people who I know were fucking racists sharing the black fucking square and doing all this shit and talking about like it's just wrong nah, nah, nah. motherfucker I've heard you say the n-word unironically 
and not just singing along to, to music, which also you shouldn't fucking do, right? But I've, I've, I've seen you do shit. I've heard you say wild shit, and now you're aligning. What the fuck are you talking about? And I remember at the time, I was, I was like, what the, what is this? What is this cognitive cognitive dissonance? And you know, it's funny. The more people go hard, the harder in the paint they go, the more they talk about it, the more guilty they usually are of doing the exact opposite thing that they're trying to say that they're for. Which I guess is me. No, <laughs> no, because I'm going hard in the paint. No, but um, they. <laughs> I don't know, I, I've left myself sort of speechless, I don't know, I guess I've said enough about it. It's very simple, you know, don't, don't be a hypocrite, because I see it, we all see it, we know. You know, I, I see it all the time, I see it fucking all the time, man. Not just with social, you know, not, not just with um, mental health, but, um, you know, LG, LGBTQ rights, queer rights, uh, culture how suddenly everyone's fucking aligning themselves with this shit and how they're all been a part of it from the start and whatever and it's like no no you don't get to just jump on a bandwagon whenever you feel like it's beneficial for you because it's, it is just a st strategic move either socially within their social circles circles or they feel like if they don't talk about it then you know people they feel they feel watched because they know they're guilty of some dumb shit, right? And listen, you know, I'm not a perfect person. I have flaws. But everyone does. Um, and I feel like whenever I stand up for something, I'm like, you know, who am I? Who am I to say? Who am I to speak? But with this, I feel like, I feel, I feel, I feel like uh, I have enough expertise and enough experience to be able to say something and it's rampant in our industry it's rampant and people who expect you to to just go head over for, just bend over backwards just to get a turnaround quick or do this do that whatever time it, i mean i've gotten messages at 4am is the video finished is the video go Fuck yourself. Boundaries, people. If anyone, again, if people who are in my line of work, designers, videographers, whatever, boundaries. Don't let them do this to you. Because the thing is, ultimately, I let them do this to me. Because either I, you know, needed the money a lot, which... You know, kind of makes it not your fault or not my fault, but, um, but it's eventually it's not even worth the money, man. It's not worth it. Or, uh, you know, it's someone who you admire, or you think, oh well, if I do this, it's gonna allow me to do this and that and the other. It's not worth it. Life is too short to suffer. Life is too short. There's always a better project. There's always a better client. There's always better people to work with. Always. There are. Trust me. Especially if you're really good at what you do. You'll just find work. You'll be okay. There'll be a little lull. You know, patience is hard. 
Especially in this like constantly churning out shit fucking era. Um, but you know, that's another thing. You know, I shared something on. Uh, I don't usually get like. I do usually share stuff that's not our work, because on 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 the grit page because. Um, I just like to keep it neat and about the work and not really go with like if if I'm passionate enough about to say something I'll actually say it. Something, I'll actually speak. I won't just share someone's fucking post and think, oh, that's it. I did my job. Like, no, that's no. I'm bringing awareness. No, you're not. You're not bringing awareness to nothing. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, anyway. I know this sounds bitter, but I am bitter about this. Anyway. Um, people, you know, as artists, we're not media personalities. And I feel like we're colluding the two. That was the, like that's what the post was about. So you know, it's we don't the release schedule. We're not we're artists. We work when. You know, even even though like even grit does we you know we do client work, but we are very picky. We say no all the time because it's either shit stuff or it's boring people or it's boring work or or people can't afford us or whatever the fuck. But most of all, it's just we are we're looking for that perfect thing and that's why we end up working with friends a lot or with the same people that we worked with before because they're usually really good and we like them and so you know we work with them um and anyway you know we're not like now grits in the at the stage where we're really i mean in the next year we're really gonna like ramp up our original creations and not just the art like um we're gonna do short films mini series, whatever all these things that we have planning like i'm writing something really exciting right now <sighs> we're gonna do all these things but we're not vloggers i'm not david dobrik i'm not interested in being that person or that that type of creator i'm not that we're artists we work when inspiration strikes. And when we work, we work hard. Like, all the people I know, when it's time to do something, we're like pulling all-nighters, we're doing, we're working, 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 we're working ourselves to the bone. And then, there's a period where nothing interesting happens. And now when you try, when you start to pull shit out of thin air, and try to create something out of nothing, like no inspiration, no nothing. You're just going in by the motions. That's when you devalue the entire landscape of art. Um, this is something like, you know, you in the industry when you're when when you make, for example, let's just say music videos, right? When clients approach you, they usually have a budget. You know what who they've sometimes you know who they've worked with. You see the people um, that have made videos for them before. So that's how you know, like, oh, so that's how much that person charged them before because that's how much they're trying to pay me now. And <laughs> most recently, in the last two years, it's been abysmal. And I'm not talking like the f like someone's first video, someone who's just started out, they're still on just SoundCloud, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm talking like signed artists. I'm talking like real people who are trying, who are trying to pay people like me like fucking pennies 
for a lot of work because so for some reason the people they worked with before didn't see themselves as artists they saw themselves as content creators oh it's okay this is all i deserve because really this is all i'm doing well that's just not true it's a lot what you're doing it's a lot it's a bunch it's something they can't live without so for the love of god these people have money and if a rapper doesn't have money he can get a job and fucking pay you and if not then he'll be stuck with shit videos and that happens all the time because if you're good and you stop working with someone because they can't afford you or whatever you leave a void so please and this is like a psa suddenly but like let's normalize it in fact i mean i am kind of thinking about i'm gonna invite other people in my space to talk about this shit because it's a bit ridiculous we've let them get used to treating us like shit and that go that 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 you know the the, the this all kind of connects you know you're underpaid you overworked and you're expected to you know get the results like fucking like as if they've paid you 10 grand for like something you know what i'm saying like suddenly you know they have this power over you well you don't you don't okay you don't they don't and they certainly 100 fucking percent don't have the right to align themselves and if you're listening, if you're the type of person who does this shit, I'm going to speak to you. You don't have the right to align yourself with people who you have nothing. You don't, you don't know anything about their struggle. You don't have a single fucking clue about what they're going through. It's ridiculous. I hope everyone is doing good. Is doing good. I hope you guys get to see your families over Christmas. Just because I don't give a shit about it, right? <laughs> Doesn't mean that it's not important. I understand it is, and it is. And if you're struggling, I love you. And it's going to be okay. Or it isn't. But it usually is. You don't, you don't deserve to get treated that way. I didn't deserve to get treated that way. No one does. So yeah. Let's, let's stop with the hypocrisy. Let's stop. Let's 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 uh, let's be nice to each other and uh, whatever, some bullshit. I don't know. I'm kind of losing my train of thought. <laughs> I hope I hope this doesn't bore you. I mean, it obviously does, but I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe this is interesting. I've had some nice feedback. Thank you to anyone who's listening. Um. 
and thank you to all the people who have said that you know they've listened to full, the full thing and stuff like this. I, I try to keep it on you know to an hour to to make it feasible to even consume in chunks. You know, it started lighthearted and it, and it sort of de- developed into this this like almost angry rant. But you know, it's something that I take seriously. Um, because when I think about the year I've had personally. And to think that I have completed all this stuff and I've done all this shit and I've been able to like, I don't know. And it's no thanks to people, right? It's no thanks to them. It's in spite of a lot of things. It's in spite of the industry and it's in spite of all that. It's purely my doing and my loved ones and my co-workers, we've pushed through it. And we are coming out on the other side. We're doing good. I'm hopeful. The company looks healthy. You know, there's a lot of patience that we have to learn, which is hard. There's a lot of things that we're waiting for. But they're going to happen. They're going to come and things are going to be good. And I hope things go good for you too there's going to be more podcasts out before the before christmas and stuff i want to do a year in review with longman i want to have a i want to chat to nadia and my friend about the work we did this year um and so on and so forth congratulations to blazer buckle on his new uh baby um i believe it is a boy congratulations blazer crazy uh, you know, I have people, I have friends, and I know people who are parents. Congratulations. Um, and go see The Matrix. Though, I think I'll, I'll talk to you before it comes out, I believe. But if not, um, I'm going to do, like, the next step, the next podcast, like, if it's, uh, if, if it's, if it happens after I've seen it, then, uh, I'll do like a little review at the start of it and then I'll go into whatever, whatever. Maybe, maybe me and my wife can review it together on a podcast and it's just going to be that. Anyway, I want to thank you all for listening. Um, I hope that you're good. I'm sorry that, I'm sorry if I've triggered anybody. I guess I should, I don't know. Some of these things is hard to listen to. Um... This is not meant to be this to anyone or blah, 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 blah. You know, don't get, you know, whatever that is. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. It's just how I feel about this stuff. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you again soon. I'm going to try to stick to a schedule. I will, I promise. (laughs) But yeah, have a good one. See you later. Bye-bye.